1: We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim, double I, dot com. Carolyn Aronson is the founder and CEO of It's a 10. She's an award-winning and self-made Latina entrepreneur. She began her 20 year career as a hairstylist and now operates a successful global hair product company. It's a 10 continues to lead the hair care category as a top performing brand. She's continued to advance her multi million dollar business and has now expanded into the cosmetics industry with Be a 10 cosmetics. She's a serial entrepreneur getting into even more businesses that we'll talk about in this episode. And we are so excited to have her on the show today. Carolyn, first and foremost, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Um, And you are quarantining from the sunshine state, yeah?
0: Yes, yes. The sunshine state, and it is very sunny today. So we're lucky. (laughs) We
1: are all at a I kid you not, everyone who's tuning in is living vicariously through you. (laughs) So soak up the sun because, I mean, that is exactly where we wish we were. So first and foremost, we hear these intros that are written up by wonderful publicists and a team. I just like to hear in your own words, like how it's so impressive where you are today, everything that you've accomplished I would just love to hear, in your own words, a little bit about your journey and your path to where you are today.
0: Well, it has been an interesting one, to say the least. Um, And it literally started uh, me as a little girl proclaiming I was going to be a hairdresser um, and then doing that quite young. So I've been a hairdresser for 36 years. I still hold licenses in two states um, I still occasionally do hair, but I stood behind the chair for 20 years and actually owned a salon at one point as well. And then from there, I migrated into hair product manufacturing. So I had been doing that for 15 years and uh, 16 now, I believe. And um, so my first company um, absolutely failed and pretty much lost everything and um, picked up the pieces and continued on starting its attempt with one single bottle, our miracle in product, which now sells over 13 million bottles a year. And as a company, we are expanding worldwide as we speak. So it's been a great journey. Um, And I think really truthfully, I feel like I'm just beginning. Um, So we have um, expanded into other categories. And um, not only did we add Be Ten Cosmetics, but we also added hair extensions, one zero shins. <laughs> um, we also added It's a Ten Hair Tools, um, and so I am constantly building um, on what I call like the mothership and expanding into this head to toe It's a Ten experience, which is all about simple, easy to use multifunctional products that instantly deliver those miracle results, something that you can really understand, instantly use, and get those very high end professional quality results. So that's always been my goal. And um, I challenge everybody that I work with to help me achieve it. So I have a great team behind me amazing. And,
1: um, I'm glad that you say that, right. Because I, I've witnessed to, uh, you know, an incredible business person builds an incredible team. Yes. Um, there's no way that your company could be what it is. I'm sure without people believing in your vision, you know, really standing behind you, but it takes a lot of, um, wherewithal, it takes a lot of wisdom to be able to build that team, um, to be able to have everything run seamlessly. Um, we're going to ask you a few fun questions to sort of get us to, you know, having even more fun. I love your path. I think it's so impressive and so interesting, but we also want to get to know you. Thank you. <laughs> Just Thank you. Carolyn, Carolyn's separate of the business person. Um, and so are I'm you ready? ready. For a few this is fun. fun. I questions? like that. <laughs> Good. Let's, let's do it. So, um, rapid fire questions. Don't even think too much about them. Whatever comes first to your mind. Um, favorite vacation spot.
0: Um, everywhere once everywhere once oh that's a good answer favorite color purple hands down (laughs) favorite age to be the one I am today because I'm thankful oh
1: I love it favorite social media platform
0: well right now it's Instagram definitely
1: Instagram yeah favorite food chocolate <laughs> is that a food don't say it regretfully <laughs> it
0: is okay. absolutely it's a I'm delicious guilty. Food on the last.
1: <laughs> guilty, guilty and then what's the best part of your job
0: getting to create um, and bring things my visions to life and actually having the feedback from the people that I created for that um, that they love it it made them feel amazing sometimes I even get letters it was life changing. My hair was literally, you know, breaking off of my head and your products completely converted it and made me feel human again. So anything, you know, it's funny, I always say, um, I used to make people feel beautiful behind the chair with my scissors. And now I make them feel beautiful in different ways. So I love to make people feel beautiful.
1: I love that so much. I mean, that's incredible. As a women's focused organization. That's what we're all about. Making women feel beautiful and and proud and and confident. So yes, your your time comes
0: in many forms too. you know, all through diversity and, and all types of beauty. And I love to enhance that.
1: I love that. So Not only are you an accomplished founder, CEO, but you're also a philanthropist, which I definitely want to dive into a bit. And I want people to know, because you don't have to be a philanthropist, you can be really successful and, you know, just take that money and use it for yourself. But I think that it's really beautiful that you're a philanthropist and that's something that seems really important to you what's been your proudest professional achievement? Um, and how has that informed some of your philanthropy?
0: Um, you know, I think one of my proudest professional achievements was becoming sole owner of my company. When I, it's a time was started, I had a partner and in 2017, I bought my partner out. Um, so to be one of the only female-owned, Latina-owned professional hair care brands in the world um, is definitely, it was it was a, a really tough journey uh, to achieve. And it's definitely one of my my proudest things to have accomplished. And hopefully, um, you know, doing, doing um, things like this actually help inspire other women that they too can do it. You know, um, I mean, I was a hairdresser, so. Um, really the, the the sky is not the limit, you know, go all the way to the moon and back. So um, because you too uh, can can obviously achieve whatever your dreams are. The, the philanthropy aspect of it. Um, you know, I do do a lot of speaking to women's groups. Um, I, I love doing it uh, business groups. I love inspiring other people. And, um, you know, I mean, I just do that out of the kindness of my heart. Um, you know, it's not like I, I, I get paid for those things. I don't, I don't necessarily want to. It's something, it's my way of connecting with other women and, and helping to educate them. Um, but obviously, you know, business, I think with purpose, is so much more fulfilling than just being in business to make money. I honestly, you know, so many people say to me um, at this point in my career, Um, you know, like, how did you do this? How did you get so big? And I really do believe a big part of it is because I really, I just don't do it for the money. Um, I do it because I love it. And when you actually truly love something, um, your passion shows and shines through. And there's a lot of organic energy to that. And that organic energy also is really, um, it just, it just, works that much better when you're also embracing, giving back, and making a difference and leaving an imprint, you know, in this world, rather than just gobbling up the world, um, doing something to change the world. So that's really just my mentality. And I I teach my children that as well, it's always important to give back.
1: And so where does that come from in your life? Does that you know, where where does that come from? Yeah, I think,
0: probably, for, you know, from my parents, especially my mom, my mom was, um, um, my mom was a woman who was a Columbia University grad. Um, and she's 89 years old. I mean, this is back when women didn't even really go to college. Um, so she was very much an intellect. Um, she did not always just accept the norm. Um, She was kind of, you know, always very green, um, definitely a little bit of a tree hugger, very much into the sciences, very much into the earth, very much into giving back. Um, She adopted me and my biological brother. And um, she said, if there were more, if I knew there were more of you, I would have adopted more. I mean, she just has this really big um, giving heart that she definitely wants to leave the earth a better place. And I'm sure I learned from her. And so,
1: you know, coming from this incredible mother, who not only sounds generous, but like, you know, so well educated and just prioritizes uh,
0: female empowerment. She did. She did. She was a really great mentor for me, always empowering me. Um, You know, it's funny. She recently said to me, you know, when you went to beauty school, I had friends that actually said to me, aren't you disappointed? She's going to beauty school. Why isn't she going to Columbia like you or, you know, some, some great college. I did go to college at night once I got my beauty school license, but, um, but I mean, she said, no, she would tell people, no, she's doing what she loves. You know, she always taught us, if you just do find, find your passion in life, I don't care if it's being a garbage man, be the best garbage man you can be, you know, so it's all about really kind of following what you love to do, and that's that's a big part of everyone's really should be everyone's mission.
1: Mm, I love that so much because doesn't success look so different depending on your on, on who you are, right? So,
0: success not only looks different, but I think it turns out differently. Yeah, I really do. Talk you to know, us about that. A I think more. you can really kind of weed out the people that have long term success and have long, um, l- you know, longevity with their careers and their lives, as far as what they achieve. And it may vary over time. I mean, just recently I was thinking about Sir Richard Branson, look at him. There's nothing he doesn't have his hands in. And truthfully, um, you know, it's it's so fascinating to watch him because he is always absolutely getting involved in something different or creating something new. Um, And you know, he does it out of passion. He really does. He's, he's got plenty of money. (laughs) So it shows. And, and those are, those are lifelong careers.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's so incredible to hear that, you know, you were lucky enough to have, you know, your mother who sounds like she was absolutely a mentor as well. How do you approach that with your own children today?
0: You know, it's interesting. Um, um, I currently have four children. We're a blended family. We're about to add a fifth. Um, And you know what? I really encourage them to find their niche, to find their um, passion. And, you know, it's not always easy for everybody. So whatever it is that that they're passionate about, I try to encourage that. I try to, you know, feed it um, and really kind of get them to explore different things if they aren't sure what their passion is. Um, because ultimately, to me, that's what it's all about. We have no criteria that they graduate from a particular school or they achieve a certain thing. Um, we have we have everything from a singer to um, to a historian. To I mean, we have such a variety of children, and we just kind of encourage them all. We have one that's more like a shaker and a mover, an entrepreneur, uh, like like his father, my husband. So it's really about feeding their engine.
1: Mm, I love that so much feeding their engine that's so good there are so many parents who just don't think like that their kids success is very much imagined of what they envisioned for themselves and you know with no with a lot of instances no bad intent of course it's just what they grew up with and they would want that for their children but it's so special to hear from you that you know it's not about you it's about you supporting them and yes. what they are envisioning for themselves and what they would genuinely, you know, have a full life with um, based on what they love. So how beautiful is that? Hey guys, I wanted to take just a couple minutes to give you something very special. So if you are new to this podcast or if you're an avid listener, I know I was loving this episode with Carolyn. We are giving you a huge thank you for listening. So all of our podcast listeners, We'll use code podcast and that will get you 10% off of a VIP collective membership for your first year of whim. I cannot emphasize enough how much value this membership brings you. We are a nonprofit networking organization. So at our core, we're bringing you community. We're bringing you the most incredible, giving, supportive, smart, successful, but accessible women in the influencer marketing space. On a practical level, we're bringing you things like job listings, recruitment. If you're a talent manager, you're getting castings from us. If you are a brand or an agency, you're getting access to Wimcast to cast your upcoming campaigns. In addition to that, All of our events are completely free to members, which means educational events and networking events. And you can check out our website and go to the events section and see the incredible lineup that we have. We have a mentorship program, a diversity council. There's too many things to list and I also want you guys to get back to this awesome conversation with Carolyn. So I'm gonna keep it short and just say thank you. So go to imwim.com, click on the become a member tab, and use code PODCAST PODCAST to get 10% off of your first year of a VIP Collective membership with Wim. All right everyone, let's get back to this episode. I'd love to dig a little bit into your business. So many of the women, some men who listen to this podcast are business owners themselves or, you know, they they hold important positions at businesses. And, you know, we like to get real on this podcast because m- any successful woman knows that it's not an easy route to get to, uh, six uh, success in business. I'd love to ask you when you, those moments, when you feel stuck or frustrated in your business, what helps you get through that?
0: And, and you know, I mean, we're talking a lot of years now. I mean, and my journey was virtually from nothing. I mean, I started this company with $80,000 and that was every cent we had at the time. <laughs> so it was a lot of money then to us. So, um, so you know what, um, I would say, and I've been stuck a lot, you know, I mean, um, all these years in business, you know, it doesn't necessarily get easier either. It just changes, you know, it usually has more zeros after it, or you're stuck at, <laughs> it's more expensive. Um, but you know what? Um, you're constantly working through challenges. I don't care how many years you've been in business. And I would definitely say one of the ultimate things that really helps me get through those moments is really delving down, um, concentrating on what it is I'm really focusing on and achieving and making sure that I start networking. I mean, I start picking up that phone. I start finding a way. It is truly all about finding a way. Um, And sometimes, you know, it's getting very creative um, with how you view things and bringing in, you know, I always say it's a meeting of the minds. Um, you rely on the people that, that you, um, that you work with, you actually pull your thoughts together and your people together, and, and really um, bring that network together and, and, and listen, and really, you know, let people do what they're good at to help you kind of get through those, those choppy waters. Um, Because sometimes it's just looking at it differently and getting creative about things. And, I always say, you know, we're all climbing that mountain constantly. Um, there's a lot of ways to get up a mountain. You don't have to go straight. Most people are like, yeah, I'm going to climb the mountain. No, 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 no. There are many times when you're zigzagging. You might even go down a few steps, <laughs> you know, to get to the proper ledge to get up. Um, so you really kind of have to have a very open mind and, and bring your teams together. And, and it's all about that networking.
1: Mm, that's, I mean, you're speaking our language. There are so many women who are part of our group, uh, people that I've come in contact with throughout my professional career, who they, they cerebrally, they agree with you. They're like, I know I should be networking. I, 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 I understand that it's important, but for one reason or another, it's uncomfortable for them. You know, maybe they're just naturally more introverted or uh, there's so many stories that we tell ourselves that can Well, I'll tell
0: you as women, I think we think we can do it all a lot of the time. Or sure. you know, we are we're we're achievers, we're doers, right? You know, we're all about attacking that problem. And, and I think sometimes it's hard to kind of let the reins go a little bit or, or to maybe just kind of become the sponge that you need to be to kind of get over these humps. Um, So, you know, I think it's, it's our nature to want to fix everything. Absolutely. You know, you just have to look at things differently in order to get them fixed. So. And so, you know,
1: for those women who they're listening right now and they're like, oh, she's so right. And like, you know, I, I see the value of this. What would you tell women who are maybe struggling with expanding their network or building a team? Um, they're, you know, heads down, working hard, trying to do it all.
0: What would you tell those women? You know, listen, I've been there. I've been that one. <laughs> and I think um, over time and experience, I've learned that, you know, when things start hitting the fan, that's when you go into networking mode. Right off the bat, that should be the very first thing you think of. You know, how can I get through this? Who should I call? Um, and is there, is there maybe somebody who knows somebody? I do that a lot. Um, so you'd be surprised how people really want to help you. How people really want, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Let me, let me pick up the phone and see if I can connect the two of you. But if you don't ask, you won't know. So it's really just all about, you know, kind of um, changing that mindset and just being, really being willing to ask for the help. Um, it's, it should be an automatic as soon as things start hitting.
1: That's so good. Do you feel like you work to live or do you feel like you live to work?
0: I mean, I I definitely um, I I live to work. I think I don't I don't I'm like I said I do this because I love it. I I couldn't imagine not doing it. Um, I just you know I'm a I'm a serial entrepreneur. I have I have a lot of companies. I think I have ten. And so you know as as you start growing, um, you 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 start realizing well you know, how, how can I expand this or how can I look at it differently? Or how can I, like, I recently got into commercial real estate. Um, so, you know, one can kind of, it's like these stepping stones through the, through the river of life. And so when you're, when you're kind of going through that, I think that, um, you can't help but put your foot on the next stone. I mean, it's not even it's not even like, Oh, God, I got to work some more. I no, it's like, Oh, my God, wouldn't that be exciting to go that way a little bit or do this or try that? Um, I love an adventure. So um, I definitely it's, it's, you know, it's not the work that motivates me. That's a byproduct of, of the living I love to live. And so I'd love to dig
1: into that a little bit more because you have, you know, you start this whole thing with like a product and it grows and it grows. And then some, uh, you know, then you end up expanding it into uh, extensions, into cosmetics. Like if someone is in a similar position where they have one thing they've revolved a business, started a business for and it feels like there's more opportunity there. When is the right time to expand versus maybe it being a distraction? When is the right
0: time? That's a great question because I'm also a very firm believer in, in you know, the process of, of crawling, you know, walking and then running. Um, so many people look at once other people's successes And they think, oh, God, I wish I could achieve that. Or, oh, God, I I would love to have done that. Or, well, they, you know, I'm 17 years in. (laughs) This didn't happen overnight. And so I absolutely, you know, crawled for a long time. And then I I walked. And I'll tell you, I didn't just crawl because I was the infant learning, which I was. Um, I, You know, I've obviously learned so much over the years. Um, But I also crawled because I'm... I'm very um, financially literate and I know how important it is to not overextend yourself, to not over unbalance yourself, to how to stay focused um, and how not to get your, you know, your irons in too many pots and spread yourself too thin. So that's definitely, um, you know, one of the reasons I didn't move as quickly because I knew that it gets very very expensive and the wrong move can put you out of business very quickly so um, you know it's a combination of things but I think it's really really important to make sure that that you're very very conscious of that balance
1: so it's a balance um, it's a balance and um, yeah that's that's so helpful to hear. So, you know, as someone who, oh my gosh, you're telling me you have 10 businesses, which is incredible. You're getting into completely new businesses later on in your career, like commercial real estate. How interesting is that? Because you just want to keep it fresh and exciting. (laughs) Um, What, you know, can you completely check out and relax?
0: I'm not real good at that. I'll be perfectly honest. Um, You know, my idea of relaxing is spending time with my family. And usually I, I like to do stuff with them. So, um, you know, lately, obviously, with a big belly, I've been limited in that between that and COVID. But um, yeah, no, I, I kind of, you know, I always like an adventure. So um, I'm, I'm definitely not real good. I'm definitely more on the high energy side. Um, so yeah, you know, but I don't know. I thank God I have some good genes, I guess that gives me the energy. So it must run in, in my genes. <laughs> it, it,
1: another thing to thank your mother for, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Um, and, you know, being able to have, you know, four kids and, you know, during a pandemic and being pregnant and running all this businesses, I mean, We have to just stop and and acknowledge that for a second, because you know I've got one at home and only one business, and it's hard. it It is.
0: It is. That's why it's so important to to surround yourself with the support you need and not be afraid to ask. I think, especially mothers, have a really hard time sometimes letting go of that, and you know, and maybe calling up like a girlfriend or, you know, an in-law or something and say, hey, can you come over for a couple hours? I just need to really kind of get out of the house and run some errands or whatever kind of help or support a friend or a family member can give you. um, You need to ask for that. So um, it's important for your own psyche as well. Hey, I need to go get my hair done. (laughs) You know, whatever it is. Whatever it Um, is that, you know, that that we need that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and so, you know, so your idea of fun is with the family. What do you guys like to do in your spare time when you're really, you know, I'm putting work to the side, I'm having family time. What do you yeah. guys like to you do? You know what?
0: I think kind of whatever, listen, my kids are now getting a little older. So they're getting into that teenage. I mean, we just we just brought one up to college in Boston. So she's um in her second year of college and we have an 18, a 16. They aren't quite into, like, I was like, let's go to the escape room. Let's go drive go-karts. Let's like, whatever we could get into um, was always fun for me. You know, I was definitely kind of one of those kid moms, you know, where I would sit there and and do it with them going to the movie. just, I mean, you know, the movies where you eat at, you have a drink. I mean, it's like the whole, you lay back true experiences, things like that. I miss, you know, with COVID. Um, so really, um, we love to travel. So every year we take at least one major trip around the world. And, um, so I think it's really important that, that children learn the worldliness, not just our own little world. So we've done that over the years and now they're kind of to the point, they know the holiday breaks come up. Where are we going this year? You know, it's like, unfortunately we couldn't really go anywhere this year with COVID, but um, yeah. So those have been some, that's how I love to spend my time creating memories with my kids.
1: Oh, that's so nice. That, that, that warms my heart to hear. Uh, Why is philanthropy so important to you?
0: You know, um, Obviously, and I happen to choose things that are very personal to me when I when I do give back. So I love to um, to get involved in c- children's organizations. Um, I happen to be a foster child myself, so I tend to give a um, lot and get involved in, in the foster care world within our country. I'm a strong believer and supporter um, of encouraging people to adopt from our own country. Um, and obviously help supporting um, kids that are here that are within the system and making the system better. I also um, am an environmentalist. Obviously, my mother um, put that uh, kind of seed in my brain. So I get involved in a lot of things um, with the ocean or whatever it is, you know, everything from even building a lead home. I mean, any way I can make a little bit of difference, um, I try to do that. Um, So, you know, Why it's important to me is because, like I was saying earlier, just like how I wanna teach my children, life is nothing without purpose. I don't care, you can have a a gazillion dollars. I mean, that is not purpose. Um, There is nothing better and more fulfilling in my mind than um, to actually making a difference in other human beings' lives and really um, hopefully leaving some type of impact on the world.
1: That's wonderful. And, and you absolutely are. It's so clear Mm -hmm. to everyone listening. So, um, you should feel really happy and and proud of yourself for that. I, uh, we ask this question of everyone who comes on the show and I'm really excited to ask you, what do you wish someone had told your younger self that would have given you a professional or personal advantage today?
0: Hmm, something that I wasn't told that, um, that I wish I had been told younger um, would be probably not, not to get so uptight and so upset over disappointments. Um, You know, and we, we can apply this even to our personal lives, right? I mean, but especially in business, you know, um, a lot of people that are in business have a very distinct mindset about what the, it is they're trying to achieve and want to achieve. And when things don't work out, they really, I think, um, you know, it, it becomes devastating because they have this very, very distinct um, process that they thought they would just easily achieve. And, and really, um, I think one thing that I've learned over the years is that um, some of those things that don't work out actually work out for the better. <laughs> so when you, when you have those really maybe down moments or frustrating moments or, or um, moments where you just think, oh my God, where do I go for, from here and how am I going to get over this hump? Rather than looking at it as a roadblock, um, looking, look at it as a redirection. And um, redirections are probably some of the best things in, in a business path. They're there for a reason. And um, you may not see it now, <laughs> but uh, it may be a year down the line uh, that you didn't get that deal or you didn't, um, you know, it didn't work out with that partner or, or that concept you had um, because it redirected you in a path that you should be on. So that, I wish I knew that more when I was younger.
1: Listen up ladies. Cause that's real good advice. That is so, so good. Um, it has been such a pleasure having you on. I, we, I feel like we got to get you more involved in WIM. I want to hear all, I want to hear more from you. Um, Thank so we you. might have you on again. Um, where can our listeners find find you to, to learn more and, and possibly get in touch, learn more about all your companies and, and learn more about you? Yeah.
0: So um, I'm on Instagram. It's a 10 CEO. Um, obviously we also have our, it's a hair, uh, it's a 10 hair care and other brands website world of knowledge there because they're all intertwined. All the brands are intertwined on our one website, which is um, it's a 10 hair So yeah, I mean, those are two great ways to get a hold of me on your favorite platform,
1: on Instagram, which is perfect. That's That's right. right? It makes sense. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. Um, And before we go, we did get a couple questions from Clubhouse users who are following us and listening to our conversation on there. So Gabriella, go ahead and and, uh, unmute yourself and ask your question. Sure. Hi. Thank you for bringing me up here. Really appreciate it. Um, I love It's a 10. I've been um, working with It's a 10 for a while. I've been buying it forever. Um, I actually started in hair, so I was introduced to it really early on. My question is: as far as you guys, when you guys are promoting products, you know, when you're sending them out for people, I realize that um, follower accounts and stuff like that weigh in, um, but also engagement and stuff like that. What do you look for in, whether it be influence? Or just creators in general, as far as you know, sending them product to try out or trusting their opinion, like what do you look for?
0: as far as that? That's a great question because obviously with the new platforms and with the new technology, it is really the way of the future to help build brands and to gauge with the public. And it is a major, major part of my company for the last three years since I have taken it over, especially now with the 10 Cosmetics. Um, and so we are in the middle of really doing a massive, massive Um, Influx and connection with influencers. And when we look for it, it's not always about how many followers you have, because I've seen people with hundreds of thousands of followers and get 50 likes on one on one post. It's really about how you engage with the public and the kind of response that you get back. So that's a major part of it, you know, and, and obviously we have all of these new great platforms of everything from TikTok. I mean, like, you know, like I'm learning about this clubhouse. This is so awesome. I love technology. I love new platforms. So maybe if you're finding, you know, this, this platform I'm on seems very saturated, go to a different one you know, set up a new hotspot there. Because as a brand, we are looking at all platforms and all sources of engagement. And the newer ones tend to be ones we like to go to because we get that new kind of clean feel and the new people on there with the excitement behind it. So um, I hope that helps just really it's all about the authenticity of your engagement. Let's- For
1: sure. Thank you so much. That was so helpful.
0: Thank you for loving It's a 10.
1: <laughs> I love it. Your, oh my God, your detangler spray, the leave-in, has been a saving grace for me for years because I've been wearing extensions and it's the only thing I will ever use.
0: <laughs> well, you'll have to try our new extension line as well as our makeup line. So make sure you reach out to us and we'll see if we can get you some samples.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I'll send
0: whatever you need. <laughs> okay.
1: Thanks so much, Gabriella. really appreciate your questions. A great question. It's part of the fun of airing this on, uh, on Clubhouse. You can also be on the podcast with your awesome question. Carolyn, you're the best. Thank Thanks, you. Jessie. A million times. Enjoy the rest of your day. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. We love comments, so comment on this podcast and we may shout you out on our next episode. Join us next time and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week.
0: There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers... Who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those
1: faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed Full Apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.